I am Tony Silvera, and I welcome you to my evening devotional. On tonight's episode, we're going to see what happened with a, a plague of gnats and head lice in Egypt. Exodus 8, 16. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron to strike the dust with his rod, and it will become lice throughout the land of Egypt. So Moses and Aaron did as God commanded, and suddenly uh, lice infested the entire nation, covering the Egyptians and their animals. Then the magicians tried to do the same thing with their secret arts, but this time they failed. We see here the third plague uh, of uh, lice, and the word, the original word, could mean either lice, fleas, or nuts. It's based on the word kinim, and uh, it's a plague of uh, uh, microscopic, minuscule insects um, described in Exodus. They are really annoying parasites, which attacked both humans and livestock. So these uh, lice uh, usually measure about um, two millimeters. Uh, they're therefore visible at the naked eye. And uh, under the lens of a microscope, they seem translucent or yellowish brown in color. Um, this uh, translucence me means that their blood and internal structure can actually be observed. At the end of their legs, they have curved claws, which enable them to grip uh, the hair or to clothing. And the antennae are short. They have uh, tiny eyes and they undergo uh, no metamorphosis or bodily changes during the course of their lifespan. Uh, however, they lay uh, eggs. The, the eggs are known as nits. Uh, and they stick, uh, which stick together and cluster in the hair or in clothing. Each uh, parasite can lay about 10 eggs a day. Now, the scientific explanation for this pl plague is that the frogs typically eat insects, and as the, the frogs die, without them, the insect population could have exploded. However, note that for the first time, uh, magicians in Egypt could not match this miracle. Uh, who were the magicians? The magicians were Egyptian sorcerers, and uh, they admitted their inability to replicate the lice epidemic, recognized that the lice outbreak was an act of a superior power, uh, the finger of God. Uh, however, uh, Pharaoh still refused to listen to the testimony 
of his own subjects and harden his heart. The skepticism of certain people seems limitless, even when they're presented with substantial evidence. Uh, the magicians were able to come up with counterfeit uh, blood and uh, counterfeit uh, frogs, and we don't know why this time they couldn't match the actions of the finger of God. In my personal opinion, these animals were unknown to them. That's why uh, older translations use the word lice, uh, recent ones use the word gnats, and uh, the debate is open because a plague of insects that attack both men and animals and potentially fly, uh, they're not a common insect of the region. Uh, notice that um, always the magicians were able to do counterfeit uh, miracles. But um, these false miracles have a limit, and God does not have uh, limits. Um, in the New Testament, in 2 Thessalonians 2.9, it says, The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with the work of Satan, displayed in all kinds of counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders, just as what was happening in, uh, in Egypt. Uh, now, uh, can we think about places in our life? Are there places in my life where I have allowed the counterfeit uh, to sit with the real? Uh, in the last days, uh, Jesus said in Matthew 24, 24, for false Christs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles to deceive even the elect if that were possible. Uh, as we can see, the Bible does not give specific instructions on how to recognize counterfeit miracles. The Bible uh, does, however, give specific instructions on how to recognize counterfeit messengers, false prophets, false uh, pastors, false men and women of God. Miracles can be counterfeited. That is why God points us to his word. Uh, signs and wonders can lead us astray, but God's word will always light the true path. We've been studying miracles, all the miracles of the New Testament. Now we're um, starting this series where we're going to see all the miracles from the Old Testament. It's going to take us a while. And even though uh, I'm focusing on miracles for these devotionals, um, we should focus on God for our spiritual welfare. Uh, miracles can be falsified, uh, can be provoked, can uh, be an act of an illusion, can be fabricated, but uh, godliness can't. Uh, can be faked, yes, but it will always be exposed. So this is why uh, Jesus warns about the false uh, prophets, but uh, doesn't necessarily focus, <clears throat> excuse me, on the false Miracles. 
Now, my prayer tonight is that we will receive the genuine grace of God, the true miracles that God has for us, and that we'll be able to identify the counterfeit. So God, I pray right now for my friends that are watching my evening devotional, you know, those that are in desperate need of miracles in their lives. And I pray, God, that you will visit them with your Holy Spirit, performing signs and wonders in our midst. And God, help us also to identify the false uh, counterfeit um, signs so that we will not be deceived by the power of the enemy. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you enjoy this devotional, please give it a thumbs up. This will help the video to be seen by others. And uh, visit uh, the website myeveningdevotional.substack.com. It's where all the archives are, and there you can be uh, also prompted, you'll be prompted to subscribe with your email, and uh, you'll be um, uh, receiving the devotionals on your mailbox containing the outline, that's the text version, the audio podcast, and the video file on YouTube. This was it for tonight. Tomorrow we're going to continue this series on the miracles of Egypt, the plagues of Egypt. So join us tomorrow at 9 p.m. God bless you.